This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grobian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 165. My name's Adam Patterson. With me today, Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing, Kevin? Doing pretty good. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Alive. <laughs> nice. Alive and kicking. What movie there do we have we you go. watch this week? Bolt- Poltergeist 3. Poltergeist uh-huh. 3? <laughs> I almost said Poltergeist. Poltergeist. <laughs> Poltergeist 3. Pick this in honor of the Poltergeist remake coming out this week. This is directed by Gary Sherman. I have a synopsis here. Carol Ann is staying with her aunt in a high-rise building, and the supernatural forces that have haunted her previously follow her there. This stars Tom Skerritt, good old Tommy Skerritt, Nancy Allen, and Heather O'Rourke. Zelda Rubenstein's in there, too. I think she's probably the only... Lara Flynn Boyle? Lara Flynn Boyle's in there, too. Looks like she plays the older sister. Laura I'm pretty sure Zelda Rubenstein's the only one that was in all of the all three of the Poltergeist movies. Fairly certain. This is Laura Flynn Boyle's first movie. How about that? That. You're welcome, Ryan. Um. Okay. <laughs> now, Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about Poltergeist Three? Well, first of all, I didn't see Poltergeist Four too. <laughs> so, for the That's weird. Time, we were hoping. Basically, this can this little girl is shipped off to Chicago by her parents because she has emotional problems, and they send her to a school for gifted children that have emotional problems. And she goes to this school, and uh, the head of the school thinks that she is secretly hypnotizing everyone and making them believe that ghosts are real and whatnot. And they all live in this high-rise apartment, and... Uh, eventually ghosts come in the mirrors and they start doing weird things opposite of what their physical reflections do. So they sort of have a mind of their own. And Larflin Boyle goes to a party with her boyfriend. And they make their way into the security room of this building and they see the little girl running around trying to figure like trying to go somewhere safe and they go to rescue her and she falls into a pipe or a drain pipe and the drain pipe turns into water And then they fall in also, so all three of them go to the other side. And there's some more ghostly things happening. And 
the older daughter comes back and she just kind of like appears out of nowhere, basically. And she ends up killing the, the head of the school. And then you find out that it's not really her. It's her reflection come to life. What? Mm. What? And they they try to rescue this little girl, and the everyone is told that that the the people can't totally be taken to the other side unless they aren't loved by anyone or the real people who do love them are also taken to the other side. And there's somewhat of a struggle. And (laughs) finally, it's the mom professor love to this little girl and the older girl and the dad. And they all come back. That's nice. And they all live happily ever after, I would assume. Uh, well, at the end, uh, the bed trust that's on a skyscraper, and it's getting struck by lightning, and you can hear the ghost guy laughing. Uh-oh. I know what that means. Oh, man. It means there's going to be another one. That's... four, watch out. It's coming at you. This one came out in 88, but I, I I know that they're still working on that fourth one. No. So what'd you think so, of this? It's terrible. Oh, oh, come on, man. All I did was use loud noises a lot to try and scare you. Mm. Did any of them work? Did they get uh, you? I think maybe the first one did. The first one? Yeah, the <laughs> one they expect me in. You didn't even know that you started the movie yet? (laughs) You didn't even know what the movie was. The next 300 times it didn't scare me. Kind of got redundant, is what you're saying. Uh, Yeah. 300 jump scares. Yeah, Yeah. I think that that would lose its effect after a while. Yeah, so this has a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it's the lowest rated one in the series, and I'm not counting the the TV show. There was an actual Poltergeist The Legacy TV series. I'm not sure what that's all about. I never saw it. When was uh, that? That was in uh, 97. Ooh. So there were 20 episodes of that, so... Must have done really well. Uh, got a full season, at least. Nice. Yeah, also, I would like to point out... That, that Zelda lady, she sounds like uh, the girl, oh, I can't think of, fuck. Um, the show, they used to be on HBO with Kenny Powers. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, it's Kenny's girlfriend. Yeah, it's, it's the yeah. girl's lady sounds exactly like her. Yeah, you're right. She kind of sounds like Yardley Smith a little bit, the voice of Lisa Simpson, but with, yeah. a, but with a southern accent. Yeah. Guys, yeah. nailed it. I, I can't add anything. I don't know Zelda, nor have I heard her talk. I, you never saw the original Poltergeist, Kevin? I don't think I have. She's the exorcist lady. Hmm. Or, I think 
she was the exorcist lady in the original one too yeah i'm pretty sure she's a creepy fucking woman she's a creepy woman yeah i love the first poltergeist movie i love it we were talking about we were talking about uh amblin how how things feel amblin and that's that's why i love the first poltergeist that was an amblin one for you yeah definitely Actually, I think it was. Out. I think we we're talking about Poltergeist, and that's what brought it up. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm gonna have to check out Poltergeist. You'll like I'm it. All, I've always wanted to see it. It's re- it's really good. You'll like it. I'm it's gonna not, check it out. It's uh, I mean, it's not, it's not a horror movie for adults. It's it's aimed at kind of like a, a family horror movie okay. that exists. But uh, there's some. There's some kind of dark stuff in this in in that movie. the The first one it has like there's the, the face melting scene where a guy imagines nice. that it's sold. He imagines that his face is melting off. Sold, sold. Yeah. Okay. Sold. You said face melt. Sold. We're done. Yeah, I would definitely check out the original Poltergeist. Now I've I seen. Shouldn't, I shouldn't start with three. No, I don't okay. think so. Now I've seen. I've seen the the second one. I think I I used to have this on. Uh, they had a box set on DVD, and I had all three of them. But uh, I I cannot tell you anything about the first two. I don't remember them at all. Wow. Now, Ryan, is there anything dark in the third one? Uh, that the old lady. The only thing I think of is that old lady, and she's talking. In the mirror to one of the ghosts, the ghost comes out of the mirror and instantly bakes her entire body. Just what now? Bakes her? Bakes her. Bakes her. Yeah, I don't wow. know how else to explain it. just looks like. Just bakes it. It looks like she died like 50 years ago. Oh my goodness. And they just found her. Oh boy. Wow. Hmm. Just sped that shit up. Rapid decay. Yeah, the first Poltergeist. <laughs> the first Poltergeist is rated PG. I think that this was like right before or the year of the PG thirteen rating. Mm. But yeah, it's it's definitely should get should have should have a PG thirteen at the very least. Gotcha. And Spielberg wrote the screenplay for the first one as well. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So first one's solid. Second two. From what I heard, they're complete train wrecks. Now, Ryan, have you heard about the Poltergeist curse? Or Kevin, have you heard about the Poltergeist curse? I, I have heard of the Poltergeist curse. So apparently, um, rumor has it that the the film, this film series, has been cursed, and uh, there's some sort of malevolent forces at work with this because a lot of people died that were involved with this series the the main girl who played carol ann heather o'rourke she died right after filming poltergeist 3 under mysterious circumstances she just died she just kind of like keeled over and died well it said during surgery to repair an acute bowel obstruction well on her bio here it says that uh she went into cardiac arrest Oh, no, you're right. And died on the operating table. So she went into cardiac arrest, and I guess they got her to the hospital, but then she died. Hmm. That's sad. Uh, the girl, the older sister that was in the first the first one, she also died. I think she was murdered. 
She was murdered by her boyfriend. Yeah. And I think there was one or two crew members that were either injured or got killed as well. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Poltergeist curse. Yeah. That's not good. Pretty creepy. And now they're going to bring it back. (laughs) Yeah, they're bringing the curse back. Why not? It's been long enough. These these spirits, they, they forget. They forget what's going on. Let's talk about the director, Gary Sherman. He, let's see what he did. He did, in addition to Poltergeist 3, did Wanted, Dead or Alive with Rutger Hauer. Oh, nice. Did a movie called Lisa. That was his follow-up to Poltergeist 3. She's only flirting. She's only flirting, dude. (laughs) What the hell is that movie about? That your tagline is Lisa's only flirting. I don't know. Looks that was, like, the, fo- looks that was like the follow. Probably, that's probably Jake that murders people. It looks no, like it's. Oh no! Looks it like Lisa's only flirting. Dot dot dot. But flirting with Richard is flirting with death. Yeah, she plays. I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna take it that Richard is a bad guy. Probably, probably. It looks like one of those classic '90s erotic thrillers. It sure does. But this one has Jeffrey Tambor. Nice. I wonder if he plays Richard. <laughs> he does not play Richard. Oh, that'd be great. That's that's D.W. Moffat. Oh, of course. Well, D.W. Let's see what else he did. He did a bunch of TV stuff. He, he did do... He did six episodes of a show called Missing Persons. He did an episode of the Poltergeist TV show. 39, a film by Carol McCain. Okay. And yet, he directed uh-huh. it? Okay. He was the director right of a movie called Raw Meat. Raw Meat. Perfect. I wonder if that's a porno or if it's a horror movie. Raw Meat? Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing it's, it's a horror it's movie. Definitely a Raw Meat. Yeah, it's a, it's a horror movie. Donald Pleasance in there. David Ladd. Nice. Yeah, so he hasn't done too much. No, he hasn't. Maybe the curse got him. It killed his career. Ooh. Ooh, too soon. <laughs> well, apparently he does have a documentary called Serving Time, which hasn't come out yet. It's coming out in September. Now, Ryan, are you anticipating that one? After watching Poltergeist 3? I can't say that I am. Hmm. Ah. Oh. Now, do you have oh, any... he's, uh, So the, the main thing that it looks like he's doing, he's the producer for that the first 48 missing person show. I never liked that show, really. Me either. I saw I a couple of them. Show, the first show I watched it every day about that. Yeah, I remember the first couple that I saw were, were interesting, but after that I kind of lost interest. Now, does this give you any kind of desire to see the first two Poltergeist movies? No. Nope. Are you sure? Maybe the first one, maybe. I'd but, say the. I mean, uh, the, I think the first one is is worth checking out. Directed by Toby Hooper, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I know, right? <laughs> it's odd. Yeah, it is odd. odd. But sure, why not? All right, let's go ahead and give you your drum roll on this one, Ryan. What do you give Poltergeist three? Two. Hmm. That's a two out of ten. So this. Did get nominated for two awards. Oddly, the good kind? Good kind? One good, one bad. The first one was 
Best Supporting Actress for Zelda Rubenstein, and the second one was for Worst Supporting Actress for Zelda Rubenstein. I think somebody was wrong there. Somebody got it wrong. The worst is she didn't she didn't win either one. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so she was just she was mediocre at best. Well, those went home empty-handed. I think there's That's... a reason that these Saturn awards don't happen anymore. At least I don't think they happen anymore. They, they, I remember, like every time we do one of these, Ryan watches a movie and it's anything that's like horror or sci-fi related. There's always a Saturn Award <laughs> in there somewhere. Well, that's what they were for. The old Saturn Awards. I guarantee you that I could look at the movies that came out in 88 at just the horror, fantasy, and sci-fi and I could probably pick a solid group of supporting actresses. It looks like the Saturn Awards are still going. Are they? Yeah. Wow. I got the 2014 nominees right here. I got them. I bet they're terrible. I like they're the okay. So it's sci-fi and fantasy and horror and thrillers. So the best fantasy film is Birdman, Grand Budapest Hotel, <laughs> what? The Hobbit, Into the Woods, Maleficent, and Paddington. <laughs> What? Uh, love it. Love it. Yeah. Sounds like they were just trying to like go with the grain on that one. I like how, I like how their definition of fantasy is like anything that's just a tiny bit fantasy. So every movie ever. Yeah. Grand Budapest? Fantasy? Birdman? Come on. They're all make-believe, so they're all... <laughs> it encompasses <laughs> all movies except for documentaries. <laughs> Oh, God. Now, are you interested in the Poltergeist remake that's coming out this week? Nope. Motherfucker, why not? Because we're in P13, first of all. Well, I don't know if that necessarily means it's going to be bad. I mean, one of my all-time favorite horror movies, Drag Me to Hell, is PG-13. And that movie was scary as shit. Yeah, because, well... What is is that the one there is it one or the newer one? No, there is only one Drag Me to Hell. It's the Sam Raimi one. Is there, Adam? Is there, though? Because maybe Ryan knows something you uh, don't maybe, know. Maybe, but I'm, no, I'm positive. But, Ryan, it's it's rated PG-13 for intense, frightening sequences, okay? They wouldn't put that there if it wasn't true. I don't care about any of that. When... When you have a horror movie that's rated P13, that makes me lose interest right away. Because you don't get to see all the blood you want to see? All the faces being ripped off and throats being cut out? Exactly. You don't get to see the <laughs> core horror things happening. What was, gotcha. the, what was the one that, uh, The Conjuring? I think that that was the one that ended up... That they kept saying, oh, it got rated, it was rated R because it was too scary. So they made Yeah, it. which was the biggest load of horse shit ever. <laughs> I know, that. what a letdown. <laughs> but I was like, like... Are you fucking kidding me? This is no no more scary than Drag Me to Hell. And in fact, it was less significantly less scary to me than, than Drag Me to Hell. This is significantly less scary than a lot of movies. Part of me, part of me wonders like, if that's yeah, just marketing. Man. Oh, hell yeah, it was marketing. 
as an adult, I wouldn't want that thing in my home. As I anything. Even if I was like crazy. Out. I find myself more creeped out by dolls and some field dragons. Like a like a small dress just hanging on a wall. Yeah. <laughs> That's an inside joke. <laughs> Still the creepiest thing ever. Uh yeah, the clown the clown looks pretty Even creepy. like I honestly I well, well I don't know because I would probably be out of my mind, but if I was a crazy person, I wouldn't have that in my house. Yeah, because that would creep me out. Yeah, it's definitely creepy looking. The way that they that 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 clown scene in the original movie was pretty pretty freaky, but the clown didn't look like the one in in this movie. It looked like a I don't know, just a regular clown doll. And do and- do they? Like, do they exist outside of the world of horror movies? Because I'm just wondering, like, where is the market for these clown dolls? And who makes them? And who's buying them? I don't think there is one. And I'll tell you why. there shouldn't be. (laughs) Because I live in a place, I live on a street, two stores down from my apartment. There's a rubber stamp store. It's a store that specializes in selling rubber stamps. Gotcha. And... Are there clowns in there? There... What I'm saying is we have specialty <laughs> stores for just about anything you could possibly imagine. But and nowhere yet... on your block is clown, right. clown dolls. I have yet to what... see the clown doll store. That's probably because everyone burns them to the ground because they're so terrible. As soon as they see them, they just burn. There was one guy back in like 42 that just made a shitload of them, just a mess of them. And they've been slowly been burned off through the years. Either either Man. that or uh, the clowns just immediately kill the owner. Every time, uh, yeah. every time they open up a new one, the clowns just kill them. Oh, man. You gotta watch out for this clown doll. Death by clown. It's yeah. serious. That's fucking serious. Can you imagine anything worse? No. Well, probably. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 oh, all right. Any final thoughts on Poltergeist 3 or any of the Poltergeist movies, Ryan? No, at least this one's not worth it. Now, so this this is a haunted house story. What What's your style of horror movies? Like, what's your favorite subgenre of horror movies? Do you like ghost stories or do you like slashers? It just, it all depends on how they're made. Like... True words have never been said. Ghostbusters. I know that's a, a real horror movie, but I love that. And uh, what's it? What the fuck did we see in Texas? <laughs> we saw. We saw in Texas. We saw a bunch of horror movies. <laughs> you guys saw there. like thirty-three horror movies with me and Kevin. With me? Yeah. Oh, was it the remake? What was the? What was Evil that remake? Dead? Yeah, yeah, that was cool. And that was I'm assuming more of a slasher movie. That was kind it's of a hi- yeah. It was kind of a hybrid. I don't know what you'd consider that. It just all depends. If they scare me, then I like them. Okay. Do do jump scares usually get you? Or are you not a fan of jump scares? Not, not very like me. Like I said, like the first time, maybe. It'll get you. But, I mean, but then you wise up. 
How hard is it to scare somebody? I know. All you have to but do is just be quiet and then be loud. loud. Yeah, be quiet and be loud. I mean, that's yeah. that's a jump scare right there. They're often the cheapest things in horror movies. Yeah, but which I, is not. It's not really scaring you. It's just startling you. Right. You're, you're, yeah, you're not like pissing your pants because you're scared for your life. Yeah. I'm okay with jump scares if they're used in moderation and if they... Uh, if they lend themselves to the story, I'm okay with it. Yeah. But see, like, even if I watch, like, a foreign film drama, if there's a moment where it's, like, quiet, 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 and then right. there's that, yeah. that'll still startle me. Oh, yeah. I saw I saw uh, Tomorrowland earlier this week, and there were, like, two, two or three parts in that that were really loud right after a, an extended silence, and they made me jump. I, I remember when, when I saw The Rover. Anytime they fired guns. Oh my god, yeah, that one was That scared the shit out of yeah. me. Yeah. I remember when I saw when I saw the rover, like it wasn't just me. It was like everybody in that theater was freaking out. Made, Every, the guns, they made the guns like five times yeah, louder than the, everything. The guns else. were so loud and realistic sounding in that movie. Yeah. The movie that terrified me the most was probably Insidious. Insidious? Yeah, that one's that one scared me uh, when I saw it in the theater. <laughs> But I like that kind of horror. Well, Insidious like- is a lot like Poltergeist. At least the first uh, one. Uh, I don't know about so, the third one. So, what you're, so, so is that the, the scariest one for you, Ryan? Is Insidious? Uh, the scariest one I can think of right now, yeah. Just beats out Ghostbusters? <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters, second, second scariest talk. movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I don't. I, I. I was just. It made me think of what I find to be the scariest movie ever made, and and I don't know. I don't know what what I would. I would have to like really take some time and research. I would have to. That. I would have to have like everything in front of me. Yeah, I would have to look. I would have to go to Letterboxd and probably page through. I think for me the most disturbing is still Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely up there for me. The first Alien also to to this day it still kind of rattles me. Um, mostly just the chest bursting scene because I remember so, I remember Ringo creaking yeah. out. Yeah, that one. That, that's... Did you guys know that they are that they made a live action Fatal Frame movie? Oh, oh really? Yeah. I that is. If the if video games were caught in there, that video game terrified me. That video game was creepy. I find shit. I find video games more scary than movies. Movie because because with movies I'm always detached from them. Yeah. With video games, you're you're in it. Like it's it's so much more immersive. And with video games, like I refuse to play that new Alien game, Alien Isolation, because I saw. <laughs> I saw a gameplay of it, and I knew what it was, and they just stressed me out. Like, I get on edge. I get tense. Just can't deal with it. And some, some people like that feeling, and sometimes sometimes I do. It just depends. But, I mean, some of, like, Clock Tower, those Clock Tower games, those were always so intense because you had to run. There was no way to defend yourself. I wonder how many people are, like, on Xanax and stuff because of those games. <laughs> just Just so they can play the game. Yeah, so like, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop a Xanax real quick. Fatal Frame made 
four teenage people in my bedroom terrified. Uh, I love funny. I love the way you phrased that. Yeah, that's that great. That's great. <laughs> I remember we couldn't play it. We had to turn it off. Yeah. It's creepy as shit. Yeah. I'll be looking like forward to, to I'd the like movie. To, I'd like to go back and check it out, the game. And it's because like, probably like now it's just like ridiculously silly. Because it, it probably looks horrible. Yeah. Graphically. It, you just like watch it and you're like, what the fuck? I did, I did recently. That... I did recently play an import copy of the very first Clock Tower game for Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah? And it was amazing. That game is so good and it's very scary. And it's for Super Nintendo of all. Of all I like in Fatal Frame when when you just let the controller go and the screen starts freaking out. Yeah. You know what I mean? The faces start yeah. showing up. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Fatal Frame, very scary. <laughs> what, what are we talking about again? Polter what is Guys this episode 3? about? Video, video games? We're doing a video game podcast now, I think. <laughs> I think so. Poltergeist 3, not so scary. Unless you like oh, 300 jump scares. Poltergeist 3, video game. <laughs> Poltergeist 3, the video game? Yes, and you had to escape from the, the water fucking potholes. <laughs> all, you, all you do is walk around an apartment complex, a high-rise apartment complex, looking in mirrors. Uh, yes. And watch and watch pipes turn into water. <laughs> yes. That sounds so fucking exciting. Uh, all right. Well, I think that that will wrap it up for the week. Send us your questions, podcastfilmpulse.net. Follow us on Twitter, at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And please take a look at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash filmpulse and consider subscribing for as little as $1 per month. For Kevin Rakes, Drawn Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson, and we will see you on Monday. See you later.